You are not alone on your journey. Listen in to the Unshakable Living Show, supernaturally and divinely unshakable with Lisa Belts, twice a month for your well-deserved dose of positive energy and your personal reminder that you are perfectly imperfect, and that's okay. Find your true calling and influence the world around you for the better with your profound gifts. Walk away feeling truly unshakable. Remember, God can't steer a parked car, so step on the gas now with Lisa and let him do the rest. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. It is March 9th, and I can't believe that spring is almost here. My flowers are starting to bloom in my yard, and I can't say it can it can't come soon enough. I'm really, really ready. So welcome to the show today. And today is a little bit different than what I've been doing. Last week or two weeks ago on the show, I had um, Kristen Oakley on and we talked again about foundation and identity. And Kristen had put together a free giveaway for us that talked about um what I feel and what God says about it, and then scripture references. So if you missed last week's show and would be interested in that kind of a reference document, just send me an email at coachlisa at lisabelts.com and and put the words, uh, this identity in the email subject, and I will get you that. So today is a little bit more personal than some of my shows have been, and we're going to drill into some things that I have been dealing with and recognizing in myself lately. And so we're still talking about foundation. We'll talk about foundation today and the next show, and then we're going to switch gears. So my three tenants are foundation, frame, and finish. So this month will be the last month on foundation, and then we'll move on to frame about what are you building in your life. So coming back to today, I just really want to share that um, God has brought something to my attention in my own heart and my own life. And I imagine that there are other people that are going to relate to this too. So when my daughter was young, I wanted nothing more than to be a stay-at-home mom. My mom had had, had the opportunity to stay at home with, with most of us when she when we were little. And that was the example that was set before me. And I really wanted to be able to do that. It just never got to happen. I basically was home with her for two months when she was born. And then for a few months later, when she was like three, and that was about it. And I have to say, it really grieved my heart. And so God's been showing me that I have been carrying this grief deep in my heart all these years. So my daughter is now um, in her early 30s, and she is expecting a daughter in July, which we're really excited about. But God showed me that that grief in my own heart was like a really heavy boulder. And if you think about a boulder, not just a rock, not something you can pick up and throw, but a boulder, it just weighs you down. And you adjust to it and you carry that weight with you and it becomes normal, but it really isn't supposed to be normal. And so what God showed me is that I have not allowed him 
in to console my grief. I've held on to that heaviness and it became part of what defined me. And that definition said that I was not a good enough mom because I was not a stay-at-home mom. My efforts to keep going, to just do life, not just survive, but to do life and, and, and make a good life caused me to just stuff those feelings down inside my heart and not really deal with them. I didn't even acknowledge them sometimes. And I certainly just knew that I felt inadequate. And so as God's been showing me this lately, he's been talking to me about my heart being like a well. So I'm watching the series, The Chosen, right now. And there's the, the one episode where Jesus is with um, the Samaritan woman. And they're literally at a well. You know, it is a, a cylindrical hole in the ground where they draw water. I mean, everybody has that picture of a wishing well, right? So when that well is filled with rocks and boulders and debris, it reduces the ability for that well to hold water. And it makes it harder to draw that water out. In our lives, if you think of your heart or your spirit like a well, these boulders that we carry within us restrict how much of spirit or source we can carry and hold inside of us. And, and if you think about a cup with rocks in it, you can pour in maybe half a cup of water in an eight ounce glass instead of the full eight ounces of water. So the more rocks and debris you have in your cup or in your well, the more restricted you are in allowing spirit to come into you, but also to overflow out of you. So the idea is for us to open up. And, and another thing he showed me is that a lot of times we also put restrictions at the top of the cup. So instead of being an open, like a, a drinking glass, we narrow it down. And so not only do we have rocks inside our cup that restrict how much we can hold, we also make it harder for it to get in there. So the idea is to open up and allow the rivers of living water from the throne room of God to flow into us, God to fill me up, and then out of that abundance, we want that to be what flows over the top and sprinkles out on others. So we also can restrict the flow of the spirit in different ways. Just like I did, I prevented the inflowing of God's comfort. And I wasn't aware that I was doing this. There was a subconscious belief that I didn't deserve God's comfort. I had created the situation that prevented me from staying home with my daughter. It's kind of the old, you made the bed, now lie in it phrase. And that's how I lived for many years. There was no grace for myself in this at all. I am typically very full of grace for others. But when it comes to myself, I don't give myself grace. But that is changing. So this is something God has changed over the last few years, and I am getting better at giving myself grace. God had to heal me of a lot of self-judgment, self-hatred, and self-rejection to get there. Those are also all beliefs that prevent the flow of the Holy Spirit through us. How can you carry the glory of God when you view yourself as broken and useless? God has spent decades now with me 
working to remove the boulders from my well. God speaks to me in visions or pictures, if probably pictures is a better word. What I, what I see in my mind's eye is that I am down to the big boulders at the bottom of my well. And normal water cannot float those boulders up, but the living water from the throne room of God can. When we allow God to pour into us, spirit or source, however you think of it, that divine element, he can bring even the largest, heaviest boulder up to the top and skim it off just as if it were a small stone. I will say this has been a process, not an event, and it is a long process, but God is faithful to not give us more than we can handle at any one time. It hasn't been easy, but every step is worthwhile, and there has been a lot of joy along the way. So God gave me this picture of, I had this handout going, no, God, I don't want that. But at the same time, I'm going like this. It's that contradictory thing that we do. It's like, you know, come, 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 go, 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 come, 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 go, go, go. And so God said, what are you allowing and what are you disallowing into your life? So the, the question I have for you today is, are you allowing in the right things? So let's look at the word allow. The dictionary defines allow as consent to something, give permission, make a possibility or provide opportunity for, permit to be attainable or cause to remain, afford the possibility. If I sum all that up, my definition of it is get out of the way and permit something to occur. I am sometimes so defensive to not allow the bad things in that I also don't allow the good things in. I disallow the right things in when I don't believe I deserve them. It's so easy to condemn ourselves and judge ourselves and we keep trying to do penance and make up for that which we can never fix. And when we judge ourselves as unworthy, again, because we failed to fix what can't be fixed, we just continue this vicious cycle. Enter Jesus into the picture. He can and already did fix what we can't. When we choose to allow him to be God and we receive with open hearts the love compassion, correction, and grace from his hand, our wells or our hearts get emptied of the rocks and debris, and we're able to have a larger impact on our world inside of us and around us to build the kingdom. You are important enough, just as you are, for God to come and help you clean out your debris. It starts first with you and Jesus in relationship. He just wants you. It's not a system of rules. It's not a do this, do that. He just wants relationship. And yes, he will use your gift, talents, and abilities, but your foundation and your identity must begin with a relationship and a heart open to allow and receive his love for you. So let's take a quick break. And when we come back, 
we're going to talk about how we shift to begin allowing those things in. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Transformation Talk Radio. Let the journey begin. Are you ready for the real results you want? Don't miss the new show. Why wait? Look better, feel better, be your best from the inside out with me, Georgette LePage. Join Dr. Pat Basili and me monthly to tackle topics that are often seen as roadblocks to weight loss. Each discussion offers you practical solutions for your transformational changes. Find out more about show dates and times or connect with me directly at GeorgetteLePage.com. Not just talk, conversation for profound self-awareness. Stick with us. Your best life awaits on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Welcome back. This is Coach Lisa, and we've been talking about what are you allowing and disallowing into your life. And so we're talking about the boulders in our wells and our wells being our heart and the living water or the flow of water from source or spirit into your well. And we were talking about the relationship with Jesus is one of the foundational pieces where we start to get the debris out. And so I've also been on a personal growth journey over the last three years. And through that personal growth, God has brought up multiple times debris and rocks and stones and sticks and all these things. And I find that setting false expectations for myself really creates a lot of my own stress and my own dilemmas in my life. Expectation is a really good thing when it is an excitement. Setting a unrealistic expectation, and we all talk about that we are in a performance-oriented society and that performance expectation. You think about sports, you think about music, you think about 
scholastics, college, you know, those of you who are in professional industries where you have to go on and get certifications, everything is performance oriented. And there's this expectation of performance. And I just want to say, Jesus does not have that same type of expectation. We carry that expectation of performance into relationship with Jesus, but he does not have it back. That's where grace comes in. So, yes, we continue to grow and learn and mature, but he gives us grace. We talk about being perfectly imperfect, and that basically acknowledges that in our humanity, God knows we're going to make mistakes, and he already accounted for that. That's why the cross was necessary. And as we continue to grow in relationship, for those of you who are parents, you grow in your relationship with your children. For those of you who are married, you grow in relationship with your spouse. As that relationship grows over time, you find the bumps, you find the bruises. But if the commitment is there, you continue to grow and you keep going. And I'm going to date myself just a little bit. I've actually been in relationship with Jesus for over 50 years. I'm still uncovering rocks and boulders and debris. I still mess up regularly and have to ask for forgiveness. It's just part of life. Being human and sinning does not disqualify you from being in a close relationship with God. When we choose not to own up to our mistakes and get it cleared up, again, just like if it, with you and your spouse or you and your children, if you did something wrong and you aren't willing to own up to it and clear the air, it's going to cause problems. Same thing in your relationship with God. Not owning your mistakes impacts your communication and your relationship. Jesus would not have had to make a way for us by dying on the cross if it wasn't known and necessary. He accounted for our weakness and our frailty because we are weak and frail. We are perfectly imperfect, and he knows that. So, what are you not allowing into your life because you have your hand up to God, resisting him and stopping the flow of the Spirit in your life? God showed me a few weeks ago I had my hand up to something that he wanted to bring in. And it's something that I've been asking him for, for a long time. And he said, okay, it's time. I'm ready. And I went, oh, wait a minute. I'm not really sure about this. It was not something that I was consciously doing. It was subconscious. Once he showed me that I was resisting, I had a choice. Was I ready to move beyond the fear that was holding me back? Fear can stand for false evidence appearing real, or fear can stand for forget everything and rise. And I encourage all of us to adopt that second definition of letting go of the fear, embracing the fear in some ways can actually help you. When you resist fear, that's when it causes you problems. When you accept fear in and just acknowledge that it's another emotion in your life that gives you the courage to go on and do things afraid. 
And sometimes that's what you have to do. And so God asked me, do I trust him enough to put my hand down and let him bring into my life the things that are meant for me? So I think I've shared before, but my word for the year, I have one for for the first quarter of the year, and that is the word rest. And God told me it was an acronym. And what it's an acronym for is really experience spiritual trust. So the question to me is, am I going to put my faith where my desire lies? And the answer is yes. I choose to lower my hand and allow in the changes he wants to make. I am allowing him to console my grief. I am allowing him to pour love into the bottom of my well. And that love, again, is lifting these final remaining boulders to the top so that they can be set aside. I want to encourage you to take some time and identify the boulders that you have in your life. Most of them will feel like negative emotions or judgments. And so my giveaway today is a worksheet with a list of words to help you get started. Send me an email at coachlisa at lisabelts.com with the subject boulders, and I will email you the free worksheet. I'm also offering a free 30-minute coaching session to help you begin to work through your boulders. Mention that in the email if you're interested. We all have a path in front of us. We can either choose to be weighted down and burdened and exhausted as we walk on that path, or you can move into transformation. You can choose to shift things. In coaching, we joke about shift happens. Another word that I want you to think about if you are applying to yourself is the word should. Again, there's kind of a joke that says don't should on yourself. I should be a better mom. I should lose weight. I should do this. It goes back to that concept of expectation and setting false and unrealistic expectations so that you set the bar this high when you can only jump this high realistically. And when you can't hit that top mark, you consider yourself a failure. Again, it's that expectation and then that sense of should. And God will never come to you with that false expectation. He knows what we're capable of. And he knows what we're capable of both positively and negatively. I am not called to be a brain surgeon. It's just not something I ever had an interest in doing. I don't think it is a skill or an aptitude that I was given. I'm a good project manager. I'm a great life coach. But if I set an expectation of wanting to be a brain surgeon and I can't get there just because it's not my natural aptitude, I'm going to create stress and distress for myself. And I'm always going to be judging myself as not good enough. So what do you have in your life where you have set 
unrealistic and false expectations that you're trying to live up to and you constantly find yourself falling short because you truly, honestly cannot get there. Other emotions that will come up that are uh, boulders are things where you compromise your core values. In one of my first shows, we talked about core values. Core values are the intrinsic things inside of you that you should not ever compromise. When we compromise our core values, if integrity is a core value and you're put in a work situation where you pretty much have to tell a lie for some reason, that's a compromise that will create a boulder within you. Identifying your core values is an exercise that is also available on my website. If you go to www.lisabelts.com, and that's L-Y-S-A-B-E-L-T-Z.com, there's a core values worksheet out there that's free also. So thinking about the boulders and thinking about what you're allowing into your life, also consider the good things that you are not allowing in. Just as I was not allowing consolation to come into my well and help to heal or lift up and remove that boulder of grief. Again, I find a lot of us that grew up in church, we operate out of fear. We are so afraid of allowing things in that we're not 100% certain are God, that we also close out and don't allow God to bring things in that are truly from Him. And one of the pictures God gave me was if you're bowling, when you're little, you've got the bumpers that you can put up on the sides of the lane to keep the ball on the lane. In life, we do the same thing. We put up those bumpers when we're young. And then when we get older and more proficient and more mature, those bumpers are still there. We haven't taken them down. We haven't removed them or deflated them. And so they actually prevent us from succeeding and being the best that we can be. So think about what you are allowing and disallowing, and then take some time in meditation or prayer and just listen and listen with your heart to receive the guidance that you need to know where your well is full. I want to remind you that you are divinely designed and you are meant to be supernaturally unshakable. Let's make 2022 the year you allow your boulders to be removed. Looking ahead two weeks to my next show, I'm going to have Jessica Santos join me. She is my functional medicine provider. We're going to be talking about unshakable health. We'll talk about the difference between functional medicine and traditional medicine. Functional medicine addresses the holistic person, spirit, soul, and body. And it has made a huge difference in my health over the last year. I hope you'll join me next week. Go and have a great week. And remember, you are divinely and supernaturally unshakable. You've been listening to The Unshakable Living Show, Supernaturally and Divinely Unshakable with Lisa Belts. Tune in twice a month for your well-deserved dose of positive energy, 
and your personal reminder that you are perfectly imperfect, and that's okay. Find your true calling and influence the world around you for the better with your profound gifts. Walk away feeling truly unshakable. Remember, God can't steer a parked car, so step on the gas now with Lisa and let him do the rest. Views expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the views of the station, its management, or advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio.